listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. Uh, we are on episode 109, and we are talking about Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we planned to review this what last month and you hadn't quite finished it. Was it was more than that, yeah. <laughs> um so like we pushed it out another month, which ended up being pretty good because that gave me a chance to um dive in a little further past yeah. the the original Elite Four um you know game end screen. Yeah. So in this game, um for for us for the podcast we consider beating a game once you see the uh the credits um or the end title screen you know what i mean so um some games like this one it it, it can happen in multiple par- parts um or you know you just kind of have to decide where the end game is for yourself (laughs) i mean we've had a couple games where it's like well at this point it's pretty much over but like you can keep going kind of like animal crossing like once you make it to this point it's pretty much over but you can keep going it's you know infinite if you wanted it to be um in any case this game um you have the elite four and then you fight Lance and you become the Pokemon champion for Johto and you get the end credits. So essentially for us, that's good enough. Um, <laughs> I was going yeah. to end there, but because you hadn't beat it yet, I'm like, well, we'll keep going. And then you get another end credit scene after you beat red in Kanto. So you kind of get it twice. You know, I, I got yeah. to see both of them. Um, but you had only finished, uh, the elite four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, there's there, like, I, I experienced a little bit more of the game than Kaylee did. Um, my experience is still what I scored it off of, which is the entirety of the game though. I don't feel like having played Kanto changed my opinion of the game at all, but it did add an extra, like, Extra layer story. Well, uh, no, I was going to say just like an extra like 10, 15 hours of gameplay. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I finished the game at 51 hours and 39 minutes. Where you have it at 38 hours and 17 minutes. So like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I beat it faster than that. I'd have to go back and look, but it seems like I beat the Elite Four faster than that. But I don't know. I don't remember. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um to get the get the ball rolling here, um, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver released on the DS in September two thousand nine in Japan, and then um in the rest of the regions that it was released out for uh in March of two thousand ten. Uh, I say worldwide, it, it, you know, it wasn't necessarily worldwide on Wikipedia. It shows like all these other regions that it went to, but they were, they all released around March, um, within March of 2010. Um, as for story, so there isn't like, there isn't a single story that the game follows, right? There, 
there is like your adventure right so like pokemon typically yep. has like the player's adventure which is go out catch pokemon beat the elite four you know that sort of thing the gameplay um but then typically the pokemon games at least the ones that we've played so far have like a bad guy that they follow and then you kind of like beat the bad guy towards the end and you save the world or something this game doesn't really have that you have like you have a little sub story with team rocket which is really just like Team Rocket is back and well, Team Rocket is trying to come back. Team Rocket is trying to find Giovanni to lead Team Rocket again. And to do this, they're taking over the radio station so they can get word out that Team Rocket is back. Um, however, you as the player go in and wipe out Team Rocket again. So that doesn't ever happen. Right. There, there's like little cells of Team Rocket throughout. So like you have the... Um, the slowpoke tails that they're chopping off to sell. Poor um, slowpokes. I know, right? <laughs> There's a little cell of Team Rocket in um, Kanto as well that you can go and fight. So, like, you know, they're around, but it's not like this big story arc. Um, and then you also have like little stories in each town. Well, not every town, but many of the towns. There's like a little story that you kind of delve into mm. like the gym leader is doing a thing and you have to go figure out what he's doing to bring him back to the gym. And that was like almost every gym, at least in Joe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Oh no, the gym leader's off doing a thing. You need to go and find him so he can be at his job doing his job thing, yeah. his gym. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's hard for me to sit down and say, you know, here's the story of heart, gold and soul silver, because there really isn't, much to it um oh and by the way i i I totally completely missed this when i was talking about the game like the development oh it's developed by game freak as we all know uh but it's also a remake of gold and silver right right so i i completely forgot to mention that um but yeah so this game uh, the original release of heart gold and soul silver was on the game boy color um, I don't have the date, but it, that's irrelevant because we're not playing that game. Um, but then in you know 2009, 2010, it was released on the DS as a re remake of yeah. the original. And they kind of started doing this. So the first time they did this was on the Game Boy Advance where they re-released um, the red original and Red and Blue yeah. as Fire Red and Leaf Green. And now they have Soul Silver. Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and then they go on to remake um, um, Diamond and Pearl. Right? No. Uh, yeah, they did Diamond and Pearl, but um, uh, it's uh, Omega. Ruby, yeah, Omega Ruby and, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's kind of been their trend to keep doing these remakes, um, which is nice because it it lets you experience the original game in a new generation and it typically they go off of that generations like style. So like in this one, they remade it with like the diamond and pearl style of graphics. Um, but then you also have the original like map. So yeah. that's kind of what's fun about it. Plus they tweak it a little bit. So you have extra story or extra Pokemon or different Pokemon or, you know, they, they change it up a little bit to make it fresh, but still have it the original yeah. that you're used to. For sure. Um, so that said, uh, what do you think about the story? 
<laughs> I mean, I still gave it a six out of ten. I did too. Um, oh, okay. I feel a little bit better about that then. I it was like what was there was good. I enjoyed playing. Um, I I think I really liked that Team Rocket <laughs> was still like I I miss Team Rocket being in these newer games. Um, but it, I mean, it made sense for Team Rocket like what they were doing. Like there was this little mini. Uh, resurgence, I guess. Um, but it, I mean, it, it still feels very similar to the first red and blue as far as your journey, your, um, you know, there's a bad guy, but it's just a small, so I feel like it's all really the same. It's just, they chose to do it in small chapters instead of the overall picture. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely agree with that. It's funny because, I, because there wasn't an overall story arc, I felt like there wasn't really a story. But yeah, there was, in many ways, there was more story here than in Red and Blue. It's just that the story that was told was told in these small sections that made up an, a whole story. Not that they, they didn't necessarily coincide with each other it's like it's more like episodes to the to yeah. the anime like each episode is its own story and i kind of felt like that every gameplay session that i had so i i played this on twitch so typically i would play like three hours a day a couple couple days a week and in that three hour section i would have where like I go to the next town. I, you know, find the, have to hunt down the gym leader. You got a little dungeon that you got to do, or there's, you know, a dungeon on your way to the next town sort of thing. But like, I kind of do a full section in that three hour gameplay session. Like I get, I get a little story. I get, you know, I get a full little story. Then I have my little adventure where I'm going through a cave or whatever. And it it ends in the next town and then it starts over. So like in that way, if you really think about it, there is way more story than Ren Blue. It's just because they're not connected. Right. Because there's not an overall story arc that you're hunting. It felt like there wasn't story. It's, it's funny that way. I mean, but really there is, it's just told differently. I feel like it really captures the essence of going on your own journey though. You know, you go to the next town and this is what you're doing in this town. This is the chapter. Like you said, you know, it's, it's its own little chapters. And I think when you consider back then anyway, you know, we all wanted our Pokemon adventure as kids and you're experiencing it, I think, in a realistic kind of way. Though, you know, our our lives are not a story, a big story. It's just nice to have, but I feel like here it's just a little more personal to this is your adventure. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah I don't absolutely. know. Um, yeah, so but, so you know, with that with that in mind, it's like I feel like I might have scored it a little unfairly, but while playing the game, it really kind of felt, I, I honestly, I feel like it felt empty. Yeah. Like, because I was just doing these small story sections, I didn't feel like I was really involved in the world like I normally am. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, I'm not striving to figure out what the next part of the story is. It's just like, 
I, all right, well, I did the thing I needed to do here, and now we move on, I guess. And then, okay, I did the thing that I needed to do yeah. here, and then we move on. So it's like that same, like, feeling at every interval, at every uh, town that you stop at. But really, I mean, really, really, deep down, there really is more story here than what I give yeah. it credit for. It's just, it's not told the same way as we've come to I expect. I, I think it definitely could have been just done. I, I think what they did was okay. I just, I think really it could have just been perfected just a little bit better. Um, the thing that I was most disappointed with was your rival. Yeah. Because <laughs> he really had no significance other than he's just kind of in your, he stole some Pokemon and that's it. Now you're rivals. Yeah. And, and he, he almost comes across as a quote unquote good guy when he's like trying to help. I think it's at the uh, at the radio tower. Like he's going in to do something to Team Rocket. So like I, I don't know. Just it's weird. Like who are you? Yeah, <laughs> just some guy. What did you name your rival? I think I named him Silver just because I didn't know really what to <laughs> name him. Well, you know what I wanted to name him <laughs> was question mark, question mark, question mark. I know. Mark. <laughs> Everybody wants to name him that. That's the, that's what I named him in my original Silver game. Uh, oh, man. man. This, this time around, I named him uh, Man Boy. <laughs> man Boy. Well, that's a very good. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much what he was. I know. <laughs> man Boy. Man Boy. He just, I don't know. I, I, you're right. I mean, he really had no story behind him. It was just like he did this thing and there was no ramifications for this thing that he did. Yeah. He doesn't like, you know, get caught by, you know, Officer Jenny or anything. <laughs> like, he just... Then, that's the thing, because like in the first game, it, it, it don't take much. You know, it's just, it's in the fine details to make their story. But, like in the first game, Gary is your, uh, is Oak's uh, grandson, I think. Are you technically? You're not Oak's grandson, right? No, it's just uh -uh. Gary. But that makes you rivals. You know, it's it just that's just how it was. You know, I, I but don't know. from that perspective, um, it was more of like a a race. Like, hey, yeah, I'm trying to get yes, there before yes. you, and I'm trying to be a little bit better than you. Where this this felt more like. I don't know, just like get out of my a, way, punk. yeah, a guy, yeah. a guy who just happens to be there, yeah. <laughs> like, well, and like, like Diamond and Pearl, eventually, eventually, you have uh, like your friend, <laughs> and that's kind of how it evolves later. Like everything is just we're all friends now, but like you know that they, they have more story as these games progress, but in this game in particular, yeah, that falls short. Like they really did a really bad job on the rival. So I just, it, you don't I fight, like, you don't fight the other person. So if you choose like a boy, you would fight the girl. And if you chose a girl, you'd fight the boy, like your, your counterpart. You don't fight them either. Do you? I think you fight them like maybe twice. Yeah. It does. Seem, it does seem like you fight them when you first get your Pokemon. Cause they take the last Pokemon. All right. Um, but then like, it seems like you fight them once more later on down the road, but I, I don't remember very well. Um, yeah. I, you know, what this game was really missing, in my opinion, was this big lead up to your legendary Pokemon. Yeah. 
And like, I don't think they really started doing that until Ruby and Sapphire, because like Ruby and Sapphire really centered around those legendary Pokemon. Where like this game, it was like they were there, and like you kind of heard bits and pieces, rumors of yeah. where they were hiding, but and, and a little bit of lore of the the town, like um, ho. Oh, oh. There's like the a little tower. bit. Of, yeah, there's a little bit of lore behind like this legendary Pokemon that showed up and, you know, the fire that it saved or whatever. And, you know, like there, there's a little bit of, of background behind the Pokemon, but there isn't this big, like lead up to discovering the, the legendary Pokemon. And then like you catch them or whatever. And it's just like, that's it there. You did it. And then you, you believe, (laughs) Did you ever like, walk around with them in your party, like, yeah, immediately they're behind huge. you? they're <laughs> huge! They're humongous, yes. <laughs> so, I I beat the Elite Four with Ho-Oh in my party, and the and when they take the end card photo of your of every Pokemon with you... There's, like, three Ho-Oh, Pokemon behind him? No, in front of him, so his oh. head gets cut off, so it looks oh. like he's got a star you head. <laughs> So in my game, I played with uh, Lugia also, and um, Lugia's wings are so big that like you can only like there's two. I think there's like two Pokemon blocking him in the picture, block blocked yeah. by him in the picture. <laughs> like why? What's the point of there even being other Pokemon? It's just it's just me, Lugia, and like one one other Pokemon way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> just completely overshadowing everyone else that yes. pulled the work. And then there's me. <laughs> like, you hardly helped, Lugia. Go home. You were my buffer for healing items. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. Yeah, so, so yeah. Um, yeah, that, for sure. It definitely could have been better. There could have been more to it. Um, it there, the story that was there was good, it's just not enough to really give it that oomph that I, I wanted. I do like the perspective, though, of how it was with the anime, because every time they would go to a different gym, you know, there was always something. The episodes, of course, like you said, they're episodes. And that really is what it is. Like, there's something going on with this gym leader. I, going I really like that town. idea, but I just now thought of it. And, and, like, while I was playing, the only thing I could think of is where's the main story? What am I, you know, outside of just trying to be the elite four or, you know, be the, the Pokemon champion. Like, what am I really striving to do with, with that in mind? I mean, obviously I know what I'm supposed to do as far as like, I need to go get certain badges and stuff, but like you would get to a certain point sometimes where you don't even know what to do Uh Yep. because there is no like, Oh, right. Well, if this is happening up North, I need to go up here or I need to go do this. Or, or like, sometimes I would just get to a point where I would just be like, what am I supposed to do now? (laughs) I had that too. Um, both in Johto and in Kanto where it was like, okay, well, uh, the the best thing I could do was look at my map and be like, well, I haven't been here and I haven't been here. Like, how do I get there? What do I need to do? And then you start walking around and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So this guy's blocking the way because of something else. So let's figure that out. Oh, so we got blocked by the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. That that (laughs) guy up there by the Lake of Rage. Yeah. 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 
once oh, once no. you figure it out, it's like, oh, okay, this is I I understand. But now, they don't but like, tell you. Yeah. So then, if you're not sure, and you just like, let's say, I mean, as again, as a little kid when we were playing this, I wouldn't have connected the dots of, well, I've done this, so maybe that guy will let me through now. I would just assume that he still wouldn't let me through. Yep. I could well, just and, see my stupid face walking around playing Pokemon all day. And um, it, there was no internet back then. So, like, yeah. those those for me are grounds for me to just walk away and be like, well, I can't figure it out, and then not play it again. Um, but I think the idea is that they wanted you to hunt stuff, like, hunt down the, yeah. the answer, and then keep looking and eventually come back and figure out that you've done something that you can move forward. But, yeah. you know, it, it's... It just could have been executed a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, for sure. So, Which, yeah. again, overall, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think 6 out of 10 is Agreed. fair. It was, yep. it was a decent... It was decent. It just wasn't fantastic. Yep. So, yeah. Cool. All right, let's move on to graphics. Um, I gave it a 9 out of 10 for graphics. Oh, I gave it an 8. All right. Um... um yeah, the, the cutest the po- thing about this is the Pokemon that follow you around. Ah, uh, yeah, that's I cute. loved that about this game. You like turn it around and talking to them. And this was like, <laughs> well, I really hated that they were in the way like most of the yes, time. Yes, I know. Yes, but <laughs> trying to pick up items. <laughs> this was the first game that they followed you around and it was so adorable and they all all the sprites looked really cute yeah and like it just felt a little more personal to see these pokemon that you're working with hanging out with you and i i appreciated that part of this game i kind of wish these newer games would have an option for you to choose certain Pokemon that could ride on your shoulder or something yeah. like out with you or something, even if they're not per se in battle mode, like it would be nice to have that because, you know, even like Pokemon go, like your buddy Pokemon now is a thing yeah. uh, where they can walk around with you. And it's obviously it's been a desire for a lot of us. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, definitely. Well, the, the only irritating thing about it, though, was when you would heal your Pokemon, you'd have that extra bit of dialogue where so-and-so's feeling better now. Yeah. They've decided to join you or something like that. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the thing. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, too, where, like, that transition, <clears throat> they and then they have to, like, fade to black so that the game, like, s- kind of resets yeah. to allow that Pokemon back in. So it's like an extra couple seconds for you yep. to, you know, move on, move on again. Which isn't a big deal, but if, when you're healing your Pokemon, like it's a normal thing throughout this game. It is kind of just that added level of, ugh. Right. <laughs> so um, the battle sprites looked really good too. Yes. I really... All the Pokemon looked good. Yeah, they did. And when you consider there really is a lot of Pokemon in this game, you have... All the way, you have what? Gen 1 and 2, and then 3 for sure. Oh, and 4. Yeah. So you got, you got four generations yeah. of Pokemon that are potentially in this game. Um, I mean, that's that's a lot of sprites to have to maintain. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm sure a lot of those came from Diamond and Pearl. Um, they were just, you know, like, they were making Diamond and Pearl, so why not put them all in right. you know, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver also? Um but, you know, again, for all of them to be able to follow you around and... Well, you know, on, on top nice. of it, the shiny probabilities, they got to have those in there, too. Yeah, yep. 
Very true. Um, I I don't I don't know if you ever played with Togepi, but I did, and I did not let Togepi evolve <laughs> at all. Um, but when Togepi would try and evolve for me, he kind of would have this little crying face animation. Oh. He, it was so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I loved that little detail. It was adorable. And hands down, my favorite Pokemon in this game, as far as Sprite is concerned, is Uppies. The oh, Staryu. I know. The Staryu. <laughs> Staryu, I, you, you brought that up when, when I was playing on Twitch, and oh my gosh, I was just like, oh, you're so right. He wants, he wants uppies. uppies. It's so cute. <laughs> I specifically went and found an uppies. I had to go grab a rod early just so I could have him like an hour earlier in my game, and I he has stayed an uppies this entire Aww. time. <laughs> I Such have a that, good boy. and I have um, for whatever reason, Spiro looked really cute to me in this too. Like a lot of Pokemon, I have no real interest in. I was like, oh, they're so cute. So Spiro <laughs> never evolved, Uppies never evolved, and Togepi never evolved. <laughs> I, I can't say I had any real attachments to the majority of my Pokemon. Um, I Aww. think I, I had a Mareep. Oh yeah, I remember and, Mary. And you I finally kind of, let it evolve. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that was probably the biggest one that letting that one finally evolve was kind of sad because Mary is so cute. Yeah. But like Ampharos is really cool looking too. Well, and then Flaffy is is pretty decent too. So like, you know, to to play this game some of these Pokemon you only see really for a little while while you're playing. Yeah. Well, they do make it a point, though, to explain that not letting them evolve would benefit your team for certain reasons. Like, they do an actual good job throughout the game of not throwing a lot of information all at once at you, like a tutorial, mm-hmm. where they'll just kind of sprinkle it in. Like, you know, if you don't, if you, if your Pokemon's, if they don't evolve, they'll have this happen more quickly, but this will, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, all of the sprites, Ho-Oh, Lugia looked really good. Um, but on the way to Bell Tower, oh, wah. Oh, yeah. Know, the leaves. The leaves just, in that area yeah. is amazing. Yeah, um, I, I can't say any area really captured that like that that spot did. I remember when I first walked in that spot and I'm like, yes, like this, I think I said in that stream, like, this is what Pokemon, um, Scarlet and Violet was missing. Like these, these small sections that are just a little bit different than the rest that are just gorgeous. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like that game fell, fell flat for that reason. But yeah, there was a few of those like that. Um, I mean, really the bell tower itself was really cool. Um, I feel like bell tower, it was cool and like puzzly, but I really would have loved to have seen just a little bit more of that, like Japanese style, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, especially just cause it was so, uh, very carbon copy for the bell sprout tower. Yeah, um, I mean, I kind of felt that way about the caves and stuff, too. Like, yeah, the for the majority, like, all the caves were pretty much the same cave. Um, like, even the... The Whirlpool Islands. Yeah. It was just, it was just like, redundant. caves. Um, yeah, caves. <laughs> caves. Yeah. There was I mean, that really. one stretch from the Dragon Town down to your originating town 
which is a little bit of a different kind of layout. Mm. But definitely in some of the older, some of the later games, you get stuff like different biomes almost, like with the swamps mm. and all of that kind of stuff. So like you are kind of missing that in a way. It, well, they kind of tried to capture it in like the safari zone. Did you, yeah. did you visit the safari zone? But yeah, it just fell short. <laughs> it the really safari, fell short. The safari zone could have been so much better. And like they tried to that? mix it up with all these like tiles that you can like rearrange and stuff. But like they're too small to really... I don't know. I, you know, Safari Zone itself, and maybe they have, I don't know, they've got a lot of spin-off games. That would be a great Pokemon game. Yeah. Just revolving around the Safari Zone. Yeah. And that would make another great Legends type game. Like that that platform of just running around because you don't you don't use Pokemon for battling in the Safari Zone. So you're maybe, already set up. Maybe a game where like you're the Safari Zone um Yeah, like the like, keeper or maintainer, some yeah, of the worker. Like a a ranger. A Safari Zone Ranger. It's, is that not technically what Legends was, though? You were technically a scout, but guess, you were yeah. surveying the Pokemon and yeah. making sure everything was. I mean, I don't, I don't. I feel like it's written itself. There you go. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed that game. I've seen a lot of people saying that it was. I mean, it's very simple, but it was effective. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I could see them making a, another one. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I think there's too. rumors right now of uh, Legends Johto. I don't know if it's yes. true or not, but there's there's It'll rumors be amazing. of it. Um, In any case, yeah. Um, sorry. Anything else for like what? What didn't you like about the graphics? Uh, just the redundancy. Yeah. Um, but they did really good about the different um characters as far as like. the the people you're battling, like there were copies of like hiker so and so and hiker so and so and hiker so and so. Sure, yeah, yeah. But they still had a nice. I mean, they have way more variety than the some of the newer games do. So <laughs> looking at you, Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that too. But like, uh, what was the game? It wasn't the most recent one, but one of the games where they like just copy and pasted literally yeah. every building and character. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely did a better job about that in this game um there was a few spots that i thought was funny like um the big cities and it's like there there's a couple big cities in this game and like they both didn't feel nearly as big as i feel like they could have felt you can't really go into very much like the only the only buildings you can really go in um they're they're just like like five <laughs> yeah and, and like you could only walk into the entrance and everything else is blocked off and it's like okay yeah. well i guess i'll leave then yeah <laughs> i don't know what else to do yeah for sure um yeah i i mean that said like the buildings the department store it was the idea was good but it could have been more I don't know, interesting, but I, you know, on the other hand, though, like we said, there's a lot of sprites that they've paid extra detail to, mm-hmm. and that really is the most important is the Pokemon themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't imagine how much work actually goes into sprite making. Oh, I know. Uh, so, you know, oh, and on top of that too, though, there was like some minor animation in this game. Uh, at least with Ho-Oh, like you actually see Ho-Oh flying 
oh yeah animation not much but it's I, there. I mean, lugia kind of has a little bit of that too where he's like kind of flapping yeah. around in the water <laughs> when you first meet him um yeah i mean it's minimal it definitely could have been more it's funny though that like remember when crystal came out and like the animation was like a big deal yeah and then like they never did it again <laughs> yeah I mean, they, they have recently, but, like, it, it took until, like, X and Y for them to actually have, like, moving, you know, character Yeah, models. yeah. I don't think they moved, moved in Crystal. I think they did what they do in this game, where they they have, like, animated, like, them moving and stuff. But yeah, but they did that, like, in battle. Like yeah. they, when you when you encountered a Pokemon, like his whatever the animation was, like his head would move or his yeah, wings yeah. would flap or whatever. Where oh, okay. in these games, like they don't have that at all. Like the Pokemon just show up yeah. and it is what it is. They have little animations for like the battle, like attacks and stuff. Yeah, but it's Which, not. Meanwhile, though, so my Togepi does metronome, mm -hmm. and I I realize as I'm using some of these moves, I don't use quite a few in in my all of my gaming. I don't use quite a few certain Pokemon, so there's a lot of moves I've never seen before, and they were really cool. Yeah, I bet. So that I like that move specifically, the metronome move. Uh, just seeing what's out there, it is kind of a risky play, but yeah, for sure. There's a lot of, a lot of, I, when you really think about it, there's a lot of animation that goes into, uh, the whole game. Mm -hmm. So I do give him credit for that. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like a nine was maybe a little generous for, <laughs> for the graphics, well, I mean, but if you really wanted to pull it apart, I'm sure you could justify it because even like the items you ever been through that like oh, the yeah. handheld items like there's some really nice again given given its age i think i, mean, I think for me the big thing is that like everything looked really clean and really uh um just overall the aesthetic was pleasing yeah. So, like, playing the game in general, from that perspective, it was just pleasing to be in the Pokemon world. Like, yeah. like this, this type of pixel sprite is really what Pokemon is for me. Because this is kind of the, the style that I grew up on. Like, playing, right. playing um, the original um, Red and Blue and... and uh, gold and silver these sprites were essentially the same they're just they're they're a little better but they're still sprites they're still these yeah. like little yeah. pixel you know characters and having that just done better was really what i what i appreciated about it yeah for sure like an uppies yeah absolutely <laughs> we all could use the best uppies. pokemon what was your favorite pokemon in this game <sighs> Um, hmm, probably, uh, Politoed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really He's use, really cool. I didn't use Politoed a whole lot, but I really enjoyed seeing Politoed out when I would use it. Yeah. 
Um, same with Amphros, like very similar. Like I really like Amphros's uh, and Mareep and Flaffy. Really, although the whole set, I really like all yeah. of their um, their style. But like seeing them walking around behind just made me a little bit happier. Like sometimes Aww. I would swap out to just them just to see them walking around with me. Yeah, oh, um, that's cute. Like Ho Oh or not Ho Oh, um, Lugia. Lugia was really cool to play with because I feel like Lugia is a cool Pokemon. Yeah. But his sprite is so big on like the, the overworld that like, I didn't, I didn't want him. Yeah. I didn't want to see him cause he's so big. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I nicknamed, um, Politoed potato. Oh, that's right. I remember because seeing that. Every time I saw Politoed's name, like something about the way Politoed is spelled out, it just, I looked at the name and I, all I could see was potato. And so, like, potato. every time I saw Polydoed, my brain was like, potato! <laughs> so I just ended up naming, naming him potato. <laughs> that's okay. I named my Miltake Milf Tank. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, the only other one that I named, uh, nicknamed, was my Chikorita. I nicknamed to Kite. Kite? Kite. Aww. Yeah. I, I, I typically nickname my starter, so... I really wish I had nicknamed all of my Pokemon. I did get most of them. I, I have a MILF tank. My Togepi was named Toki. Uh, my Sparrow was named Squeaky because he looked like a little squeaky toy. And then, of course, Uppies. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Dugong. Uh, well, it was a seal. I needed an ice Pokemon. And I got it. I evolved because I like Dugong. Um, and I never did name it. I wish I had because it was like my saving grace for this <laughs> game. <laughs> nice. But yeah. Um, well, going on to gameplay, um, before we go through the gameplay mechanics, which is if you've ever played a Pokemon, it's the same thing. Um, but what was your what was your Pokemon lineup for at least? Wh- what did um, you end with? So I ended with my Miltank, my Togepi, my Spearow, a Dugong, uh, my Staryu, and Hollow. Okay. Well. Um, were, were any of those like a swap out just for the end? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't have a ho over the longest time. It was my, uh, actually he never even evolved to Typhlosion. It was my, uh, my Quilava. Um, but like everyone was really well-rounded till the end. And then I think my Spiro was kind of my swap out for like items and stuff just to take hits. Gotcha. Um, but everyone else, like my Togepi would put things to sleep and, and stuff like that. But yeah, they, I, I've had the, I really wanted to make sure that the set that I had made it into my end card just because I used them all throughout the game. Sure. Yeah. Nice. So, um, the majority of my gameplay was, um, uh, Chikorita's final evolution that I can never remember his name. It's like, Oh yeah. Magnesium or something like that. Magnesium. You should have named it that. I have no idea. Um, I, I, I nicknamed him kite. So I never even saw his, uh, his actual name. Um, I have my polytoad named potato, um, Ampharos, Gengar, um, Lugia and, uh, Gollum. So I, oh. I used pretty much that core set throughout the majority of the game. It took a little bit of time for me to like build up that team, but yeah. that, that was my core throughout the majority of the game. 
Um, when I fought Red, though, I had to swap out a couple Pokemon. I swapped out um, Lugia. I swapped out for Ho-Oh just because of the level difference. Yeah. And then um, uh, Golem, I swapped out for Mewtwo. So, again, just to have extra level. So, I mean, I could go on and on about strategy for Red. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's really just that, like... Towards and, and we'll go into detail about this because I had a problem with it. But like towards the end of the game, for me, it was more like I needed I needed something with a little bit more level advantage. Yeah. And like Mewtwo and Ho Oh, I caught at level seventy, where the rest of my Pokemon was all level sixty. So it was like I just needed something to give me just a smidge more advantage. So yeah. That I could beat him. Yeah, I get that. So uh, let's talk about the gameplay mechanics. I can kind of go over them pretty quick. If you've ever played a Pokemon game, you should get the gist of it. Um, basically, you need to find, battle, catch, and or hatch Pokemon to be able to fill your Pokedex. Um, you battle in a turn-style um, fight with your Pokemon yeah. against other Pokemon um, or other Pokemon as... Uh, with their trainers so you can do like gym gym trainers gym leaders um rivals train other just random trainers but then also wild random encountered pokemon too um you essentially go from town to town to fight the gym leaders uh with the intention of taking on the elite four and then after you beat the elite four you can challenge the current champion of the region and when you take down that champion then you are the champion and thus the end of the game um you do that in both johto which is uh where silver is originally based, but then you can also go to Kanto, which is just next door, and you can do the same thing. You have eight gyms, another, or you don't have the Elite Four, you just, you do the eight gyms, and then you can go and fight Red, who is the current champion of Kanto. Um, yeah. You can use eight gems to help travel and traverse the land and unblock other areas in the world map. Um, you can find legendary Pokemon and that's about it. Um, Man, I'm so glad they got rid of HMs in these later games. Oh, I know. The HM thing pain. is such a block. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> and you like, can't delete the moves unless you go to a, like, a specific person for move deleting. You can't delete. Well, and then you need a red scale to be able to do it. Um, yeah, you can't oh, delete the moves. Oh, maybe that's just to rename Pokemon. Either way, you can't delete the moves. Um, but they also let la the HMs last forever. So you can teach it however many times as you want. But the biggest problem that I have was you don't know what's coming up next. I mean, unless you've played the game over yeah. and over again, you don't know what you need. So like I had like my, uh, Politoed couldn't learn literally anything because he was stuck with surf yep. and waterfall and whirlpool and, uh, there was another water one. Oh no, he had strength. So like he had four HMs, which is his entire move set. So yeah. like I couldn't teach him anything else because he was stuck in that move set. That it reminds just made me, it frustrating. My mill tank was capable of doing, I think, surf and whirlpool. 
That's weird. Hmm. It, it was really weird. Um, but yeah, it is, it's super... I think they tried to make up for it because you can learn quote-unquote past moves and other moves and re, you know, deleting your current moves, yeah. but it is super annoying just not being able to to just, you know, to, yeah, you, you really are sacrificing certain spots for certain Pokemon just because you need to be able to get through a dungeon. Right. <laughs> Yep. And some of those, you know, like waterfall, did you get waterfall? I don't know. But like Whirlpool, how often are you actually using Whirlpool? Not often enough, but every now and then. Oh, are you meaning like in a battle or just like in the world? Like to justify having Whirlpool a permanent move on your team. I went and deleted it off of mine because it was just annoying. Same for Flash. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Flash is a TM in this game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you can buy rebuy it, thankfully, mm. but like a huge pain. I had to go freaking rebuy it because. <laughs> so I was frustrated with that concept. And there, especially so in uh, Kanto, there's like two different, um, there's two different caves that you need Flash for. And I just was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to go hunt down Flash get rid of one of my good moves yeah. just to have flash i just pulled up a map on online yeah, and I followed thought about the map. Doing that. <laughs> um i i also wanted to mention while i was thinking about it because i had to go buy the tm flash they don't tell you the names of the tms they i know tell you the descriptions but like how freaking annoying <laughs> yeah yep i i had a big problem with that too I thought the same thing. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know these TM numbers. Like, they, I don't just know. Right. <laughs> I don't know what their idea behind it was, but it, it is just inconvenient. Well, I'm like, I was looking for, uh, I was looking for not Thunder, but the one underneath it because Thunder has a low uh, accuracy rate. Yeah. Um, and but it's strong. I think it's like one. It is, and I, I ended up using it because I taught it to my Meltank, but it. You know, I couldn't figure out what was what it was because it wasn't named. <laughs> it was just was irritating. Yeah. <sighs> um, so yeah, and what's funny about Thunder is it lands most of the time, except when you really need it to land. Yep. And if that you was, really, if it, if it's was. like life or death, you're not gonna hit. Yep. Thunder's not gonna <laughs> land. Absolutely. I had so many problems in this game with things like that, like confusion. Yeah, if, if I was confused, convenient. if I was confused, if my Pokemon was confused, it would be like, oh, I was affected by confusion and hit her, I hurt myself with confusion every single turn. But if the uh, if the enemy Pokemon has confusion, it's like maybe one I in shake ten. It off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, or yeah, we'll just uh, oh, it, they woke no, up. Confused. Thanks. Yeah, right. Yeah, like. That was so annoying to me. Yeah, if I, I had sleep on, I would have sleep indefinitely. Like, my Pokemon would just never wake up. And, like, <clears throat> I had to go out and buy freaking Awakenings just so that I could wake my Pokemon up. Yeah. Because where, like, the enemy Pokemon, though, if I, you know, put them to sleep, it's like maybe two turns. Maybe. If you're lucky. I know, If you yeah. can land the sleep to begin with. Ah, Agreed. I, very. I, I will say though, I don't know what it was. My game must have liked me that day, but I, I. So I had to fight Lance two different times. The first time I got to Lance, I actually had 
a good set of luck where his Dragonite would like cast Thunder and it wouldn't hit multiple times. Jeez. I was shocked how often his Dragonites were missing me. And yeah, then of course I played through again. They had no problem and I was missing all of mine. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was really annoying, especially because like my Togepi would use a move called Yawn and it takes like a, a, a round or two to actually make him fall asleep, but it gave me enough buffer to swap between the Pokemon I needed to have out. And I would most of the time it sacrificed my poor Togepi, yeah. um, but it would give me a chance to get my Pokemon out just as it was falling asleep to utilize what, you know, what little chances I have of them being asleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, well, and I, supposedly if you're there asleep and stuff like that it helps you catch them better what when <laughs> catching pokemon was so annoying i just stopped catching pokemon was terrible in this it game was, yes it was just painful yeah yeah <laughs> it was rough i i did end up catching 130 poke uh, 131 pokemon uh which is 100 more than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, you told me that you had 39. It probably was a little less than that. I mean, actually catching less than yeah. that. But I mean, I I really originally I set out to catch to all of the them decks. in this game. <laughs> but like, as soon as you fly over to Kanto, the world decks or the national decks unlocks. Yeah. And then the numbers all change. So then I didn't even want to go back to it. So... I just didn't. <laughs> and like, yeah, I didn't I know. I, I had no idea which Pokemon were actually in this game to be able to catch or, you know, what Pokemon are going to be in, you know, from other regions or like, I, I just didn't know. So I didn't want to go and try and hunt down all these Pokemon and realize, oh, well, you know, this whole block of Pokemon are in this game. <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm like, well, good enough. <laughs> I get it. 131. Um, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I, uh, there was, when you, when you go and fight at Lake, Lake Rage and you get the red Gyarados, um, I saved it of course beforehand, like as you do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I threw, I think every single Pokeball I had, which oh. wasn't like an absurd amount, but I had a decent amount. I reset the game upset, understandably, and I caught it within the first two. Oh, Wow. And it's and I know like I don't know what the rate and chances are, but like how annoying because yeah. like his HP I'm not even joking like a sliver and still nothing <laughs> like I have so, to get their HP down to nothing, have them asleep, paralyze them, whatever else they want me to have them, and still like the chances of getting them in. It is just frustrating. And mm -hmm. to do that to every single Pokemon you run into, there's no way you're going to kill them all. Like 90% yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I had that problem a lot in this game where I would try and catch the Pokemon and I would either accidentally kill them or like I would have them on his deathbed. And like, I still wouldn't catch this stupid Pokemon. He's asleep. He's, he's mostly dead and I still can't catch him. Yeah. What the heck? Um, but practically dead and you still can't catch them. Right. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, once you get the quick balls, it's slightly better. Not really like still I'm used expensive. to. Yeah, it is expensive, but I mean, still the catch rate is enough better to justify the price. Yeah. Um, but like the legendary Pokemon, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. So here was... Okay, so I fought Lugia. I get 
you get Lugia when you fight in uh, when you're doing the Kanto stuff or the uh, Johto stuff, and like it's part of your like main yeah. quote main story, if you will. Um, but you you do that before you go to the Elite Four, and you can't get quick balls until later on the, in the game. So like I didn't have quick balls available to me, or at least I didn't know that I did. So when I fought Lugia, I I fought Lugia with like the ultra balls and gray balls and stuff that I had in my pack. So that was like a true like fight. I saved beforehand. I fought Lugia, tried to get him down to his like a sliver of HP. I tried to paralyze him. I tried to put him to sleep, whatever I could to try and catch him. And it took me a couple tries, but I finally did catch him with that method. After I've realized that we now have quick balls, the method changed drastically. It turned into a reset throw. So what I ended up doing was I just saved uh, like right in front of the Pokemon. So in this case, it would be the three legendary birds, um, Mewtwo, Ho-Oh, and um, uh, the dogs. Oh no, probably yeah, not the, dogs. the the one dog. What's his Suicune? name? Yeah, Suicune. So like all of these Pokemon, what I did is I saved right in front of them, in- and then I would g- engage the Pokemon. Throw a throw a quick ball. If it didn't catch on the first try, reset. Throw a quick ball, reset. Throw a quick ball, reset. And I usually... Like, it still took me about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, I think there was one instance where it was a little bit longer than that. I think um, um, Moltres took me almost a half mm. hour to do that way. But I figure... As hard as it is to catch otherwise, this is still a faster method. Plus, and you have this, like, shiny chance. If, if yeah, just minuscule, you know? I was really hoping one of us would find a shiny. I did. I did. I found you a shiny, did? I found a shiny Gardos. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Get out. <laughs> Disconnect right now. Oh, my word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my biggest fear, honestly, it really was my biggest fear was finding a shiny in this game. Only because, it's you know. It's so hard to catch. It's hard to catch. And you have the chances of killing it. Because yep. it's not like you can reset. Mm-hmm. And then you have the chances of it destroying itself or running away with a move. Like, I mean, I was trying to catch a Growlithe at some point. I was like, if I find a shiny Growlithe, I'm not catching it. Yeah. Yeah, Yep. Yep. I know. (laughs) Oh man. I just, (laughs) it was kind of, if I thought about it really hard, it gave me anxiety. Oh yeah. No, for sure. I thought the same kind of stuff. Like I really wanted to find a shiny, but like I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I yep. like. I think my thing was like I didn't want my expectation of finding a shiny to be in- just destroyed. Well, yeah, to to bring down my gameplay. Like if I'm like I'm not gonna catch a shiny. Please don't get your hopes up. Like just enjoy the game. It was a little bit better than being like I'm looking for a shiny. Yeah, like, yeah, because it, it's not gonna happen. This game does not favor shiny hunting in any way. They don't way. favor you at uh, all. Agree. You are garbage to this yes. game. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about that because I had a big problem with this game kind of in general. Like game the gameplay for this was just like rough. So the good aspects of this game. It's a Pokémon game. You're going out, you're on an adventure, you're catching Pokemon, you're training Pokemon, and you're fighting the Elite Four. It's great. Gameplay is solid. 
But it doesn't do you any favors at any point along the way. Like the RNG is complete trash. Like it's, 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 it's against you every single time. So like catching is really hard. Um, Encounter rates are ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, yeah, really bad. Every like two every, steps. Yes, and yeah. every area it's like two steps. So like, no matter Especially if you're the in caves. the grass or if you're yeah. in a cave or if you're yeah, it's it's well, awful. They say supposedly if you were running that and or on your bike that it would it has an increased rate, but you already you have that stuff like locked on, so you're always running everywhere. Yeah, I, it, it was yeah, so but, bad. Yeah. There is really there is an item that I found late game that if you put I it, saw it too if yeah. you put it as your first po- uh, with your first Pokemon it'll lower the encounter rate which is really what I wanted but like I never got a chance to use it <laughs> so, it was too late when you got it yeah right <laughs> outside of all this um the level system is really bad in this game so to level up. Typically, you like like any other RPG game of this era, but then more. Um, you level up with experience points. You get experience points by defeating other Pokemon or trainers, stuff like that. In this game, only the only the Pokemon that are actively attacked, the Pokemon that's out, gets experience points when the the defeated Pokemon goes down. So if you had like you swapped out or whatever, you those two Pokemon that swapped with will both share the experience points. Um, you can get a lucky egg, which will share experience points with the leader or the the winner with whoever has the lucky egg. Um, but the lucky egg is like insanely hard to find. You have to get a chancy, and the chancy has to be holding the lucky yep. egg. That's like the Which only is a way low to get percentage it. of a chance. Yeah. Well, and chancy is really, really hard to find. I caught one just by luck, and then I never saw another one. And I spent like maybe two hours trying to find one. So yep. then, okay, you your only ways of leveling up is by experience points. Well, if you are fighting a Pokemon that's significantly underleveled, you get less experience points than if you're fighting a Pokemon who's higher leveled. Um, the problem is the level scale. Yeah, it, it's okay for most of the game until like the very end. So the very end, like for me, fighting the Elite Four, all of my Pokemon were fine to beat the Elite Four, but then Lance. Like, all of my Pokemon were fine, and then Lance was, like, I think uh, maybe, like, level 40 to to beat the Elite Four. And then Lance shows up, and he's got level 50, 55, yeah. 58. And, like, th- there's no way. Was it 58? I, I think he had one level 58 something. I, it was probably maybe. a dragon. In any case, he had all these, like, superior leveled Pokemon to really do damage to you, which, you know, it's fine if it's going to be this level spike. I kind of understand that it, it wants you to have a struggle there. But there is no place in this game, then, for you to level grind to get yourself up to his level. Right. You have really two options. You either level grind... Or you play this huge strategic game to try and take down Lance. 
I didn't go that route because I'm not a very strategic person. I'm like, <laughs> let's just do what we have to do to beat Lance, which in my mind was like, I just need to level up. I have to get to level like 50 ish in order to get there. So what I ended up doing and, and okay. So hear me out. That, that was my goal was to get my Pokemon to level 50. They're sitting at like maybe level 40. So like, Le- between level 40 and level 45, I'd, I'd say. I don't remember the exacts, but something like that. So then your goal then shifts to, okay, well, I, now I need to level up these Pokemon so that they're met with Lance's Pokemon at the same level so that I have a fighting chance. <sighs> well, <laughs> there is no random encounters in this game that are higher than... Well, there's sorry, there's no random encounters in... Johto that is higher than level like 40 or no, I think it's it's like like 38 38, or 38. Yeah. It's it's like low. It's like mid thirties. And that's just like in victory road. So like one, you have a limited type of Pokemon that you can fight to give you some experience points. But once you hit like upper forties, that level like 32, uh, Geodude is only giving you like a smidge of the experience that you need. So your level grind is going to turn into hours and hours of trying to grind to get your six Pokemon up 10 levels. Your alternate option is to hunt down rare candies, which if you don't just know where they're at or you look up a guide, they're hard to find. You can't just buy them. Yep. So that was kind of off the table. So I was really stuck with like the my last option. Well, I had two. I had one other option was to trade my Pokemon to another game and level grind with that because you gain double the experience points if you are using yeah. a traded Pokemon. But I didn't want to go that route because I didn't want to have to hunt down another game and transfer the yeah. Pokemon. It was messy. So I went with my last option, which was to level grind with the Elite Four. So I would just refight the Elite Four, maybe the first like two or three battles over and over and over and over again. I would I would get yep. through three, I would lose, and I'd fight him again, and then I'd lose, and I'd fight him again, slowly creeping up my levels a little bit. I finally ended up beating Lance in like a very small margin like I, I, by the skin of my teeth, I beat Lance and, um, it, it just, it was so frustrating to be in this situation where like the game is not giving you a possibility to level grind that made sense. I, I, I needed, when I did my run through with the elite four, I used up all my items and I had to get to a point. Do I decide to keep my experience or my items? Like, do I, do I reset my game or do I just accept defeat and do it again? And so I chose to keep my experience. Well, I needed more money (laughs) to keep the items. So I actually was doing stuff with trainers that would call me, which is super annoying. And I had stopped accepting phone numbers after a while. So I had to like go through victory road and like get phone numbers and stuff. Um, but I, they, their, their Pokemon were starting to get a level spike that did help me level up. 
Um, but I did the same thing too, where I had to go through the Elite Four. And it really, for me, it was, I got two Pokemon to level 50. And it, I used mostly items to just carry me through Lance. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that was really my strategy too, was... Um, I, I went through the Elite Four a few times. I leveled up a little bit, like, just enough to feel like I, I might have made an impact yeah. on my team. Um, but, yeah, it was mostly items. Like, I would I found a strategy where, like, I would fight the first three Elite Four trainers, and then I would die to the, the third one. Yeah. And then I would sacrifice the money to the third one, but I still kept half of it because, right. like, I, I beat two. So I was still gaining money, but it was only a little bit. I just had to be real strategic about the potions that I was using during those Elite Four fights because if I used any potions, it was coming out of my money. You know, it was coming out of the reward money that I was getting. Did, so, like, did, you I had to be your, really... did you ever sell your TMs? Uh, no, I, I didn't, didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't do that to the end. That. I didn't do it to the end, and they were worth a lot of money. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I did sell, like, the common yeah. stuff, like the pearls yeah. and the gold nuggets and stuff like that. But, yeah, I didn't even think about the TMs. Yeah, they, um, made, uh, they made quite the difference. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. But, yeah, so once, once I had a good stock of, like, potions and stuff, that was how I beat Lance. And, really, I did red with the exact same method. I just, like... Because red is like level seventy, yeah, and like most of his Pokemon are like crazy hard. Well, I mean they're not crazy hard; they're just they're Buff. really really big. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really high leveled. So like I, which is why I needed. Oh, I think they might be higher than level seventy. Anyway, that's why I had to swap out to uh, Mewtwo and um, yeah. Ho Oh because they were level seventy, just enough to give me that oomph that I needed to get right. red out of the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was essentially, there were sections of strategy for me where it was like, okay, I'm just going to keep using a potion until his um, confusion is yeah, yeah. It, triggered, in. which is another like frustration point because like confusion for the enemy Pokemon is like one in 10 where confusion being effective on yeah. me is like one in one in like okay. three. So with that in mind, Lance's very last Pokemon, you would get it down to a sliver. He'd full restore and you'd get it back down to a sliver again and he'd full restore and you'd get it back down to a sliver again and he'd full restore. Mm -hmm. yep. Do you know how frustrating? Yes, you I know do. how frustrating. Red, how irritating. Red is the same way, and so both Lance and Red have that same thing. Yeah. But it's not their last Pokemon. It's every Pokemon. Oh, I didn't have it with every Pokemon. For I, Lance. I had it I with had every. It with I had it with every single Pokemon. Every Pokemon that got in the red he would use a full restore and like they would typically. So at least with Lance, typically he'd only do it once and then he wouldn't do it right. again. Right. Um, except for the last Pokemon. Then right. he would just and that's keep doing what I'm it. talking about with red. Red will just keep doing it. So like red, essentially, if you don't have a move that will get him from yellow right. to dead in one hit, you're screwed. Cause he's yeah. just going to keep using full restores until, you know, that's it. And it got to the point for me where it was like, okay, I, I knew that like for, um, 
uh, was it Lance or was it Red? I can't. I think it was Red. Red had Blizzard on like every Pokemon. So every Pokemon had this chance of using Blizzard. And Blizzard was super effective against like my entire team. So the trick was I had one Pokemon that could withstand Blizzard. So I would just, I think it was Ampharos. I would just throw Ampharos out there and absorb Blizzard. I knew that Blizzard had five for PP. So I would just wait until his PP would run out. And then I'm like, okay, finally, we're going to use a different move. Maybe I'll have a better chance now. That's funny. So yeah, that was so all this being said, the the thing that I'm trying to say is this game is severely unbalanced. And I think that it could have been remedied with like maybe one one area in Victory Road that had like really high level Pokémon. Maybe there's yeah. a guard out front that says, "Hey, this room has really high-level Pokemon. Maybe don't go in there, but still let you in. Just to give you this heads up, like, hey, yeah. if you can't fight the Pokemon in here, it's because it, it's supposed to be that way. And just to give you this chance of extra experience points without the, like, insane grind. Yeah. Like, I was I was calculating, like, like, 20 hours of grinding to make it to beat Lance. Like to get to level fifty was gonna because I had six Pokemon and they all had to go up ten levels. Yeah. It was gonna be insane. So well, I I only beat him with two level fifty Pokemon. Though. Right. So so that's that's what I was gonna say is if I was gonna replay this game, I would absolutely replay this with a, a team of three, and keep those three as my main Pokemon. Yeah having them way over leveled compared to everyone else. And then when I get to Lance, I have like three solid, like yeah. level 60 Pokemon that are just ready to dominate. Like that would have been my only better strategy. But like, once you get to Lance, you're not going to replay the whole game. <laughs> you know, uh, I was sitting there thinking about how you were talking about one of your high moves. And I will say, oddly enough, the game was very generous with me with my dugong because it had a move called Sheer Cold, and it only had like a 30% chance of hitting, but it was instant death if it did. Oh, nice. And it did work on the Elite Four Pokemon, all of them, including Lance. Jeez. And it did take out, I think, at least once... I think two of his Dragonites I took out in my first playthrough. And the next one it took... I mean, it's kind of a risk because he can end your Pokemon, of course. But, like, if you're standing good and it's asleep or something, I took the chance of knocking it out with sheer cold. Because, yeah, it instant KO. Yeah. You know, that was pretty nice. Like That's it nice. was fairly generous about that, but you can't really increase their evasiveness or not evasiveness. Their, um, their accuracy, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Like it, it, it is kind of sucky, but I get it. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's other ways you go about this game that, you know, from a strategic perspective, because it's Pokemon, like that's, yeah. that's the idea yeah. is that you can have so many different strategies going into this that like, I picked the brute force method. <laughs> yeah. Like I picked Pokemon that I wanted to use and made them work where if you're more strategic, you could have different Pokemon that have like double team. 
you know that yeah then, yeah you're lower leveled but like it's you it doesn't matter chance. because yeah. yeah that that pokemon can't touch you so like then you have this this opportunity to be better just but simply by being a better player a better that, strategic player that is kind of the nice thing about pokemon though is that all of the moves that they have cuz like i i ran into quite a few people people that use double team and I would have moves like Swift that would always hit. Like yeah. there's always that backup. So it is kind of nice that Pokemon really is uh, it. You can set it up a really good way that fits your style, I guess, yeah, which is nice. Sure. It, there's always an option of changing it up, but like you said, it sucks if you need to level up Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that was, that was what I ran into because my gameplay style really revolved around just, being at a higher level than my opponent. Yeah. So like that's what carried me through the game. So when it actually came down to like strategy and having to utilize my pokemon to do better just because they're lower leveled, I didn't do so well because that's yeah. not how I, you know, was operating. Um if I was going to build a team under a better strategy, I mean obviously I would have tried harder to like think about what pokemon I used and what moves they had and but then you're running into problems with like HMs and yep. you know it's there's there's definitely a level of com complexity that you have to be thinking about if one you're going to play with like a strategic mindset or like like for me I I wanted to play, I just wanted to play with different Pokemon. That was the thing. Like, I yeah. wanted to play with Pokemon that I never really usually use. I mean, the Golem. I never use Golem. I never yeah. use Geodude. Um, a Gengar. I never, I never use Ghastly and Haunter and Gengar. Like, I just don't. So it was nice to use these different Pokemon, but I had to learn how to use them. And I kind of yeah, enjoyed sure. that method behind it. But still, my strategy was I just have to be higher leveled than my opponent. And so when it came down to, like, Lance and Red, I just, I wasn't. And then to yeah. backtrack and try and find a way to level grind that was time efficient is just so difficult. Yeah. And that's, that's where I had problems in this game. In future games future as in future to this game um the more recent games that have come out for pokemon are way more generous in this area yeah absolutely you for get sure. experience for like catching pokemon your whole team shares the experience it's not just like one character one, gets yeah. it. <laughs> um so like there's so so many better ways of like leveling up and keeping that it makes it so much easier maybe too easy but like this game is the alternative and i feel like it was like yeah i, I feel like i was strong armed into uh, a grind and i didn't like that idea yeah either. that really and you know what i think that really is kind of my biggest beef with this game is it it really had forcefully puts you into a difficult situation constantly and like the gameplay it's fine it's effective it's it's good it's just it's difficult and that's yeah. what it makes it not perfect in the end <laughs> i i really i don't mind difficulty it's, just, but yeah, but it borderlines like, irritation. Well, like no, it borderlines not wanting to play anymore for me. D difficulty and unnecessary grinding are two different things. Yeah, I suppose you're if right. I'm if I'm going about a battle the wrong way, 
then that's on me. Then I've, I've artificially created that difficulty spike and I need to take a step back and, and rethink things. But if my boundary is my level and there's no easy way to give me levels, I, again, I'm, it's probably me. I'm doing it wrong. I need to change yeah, my I mean, strategy or, it, you know, give me a way to easily level up. In that regard, yes. But I'm talking things like the RNG and the yeah. encounter rates and the chances, you know, the their Pokemon having more favor as far as when they're asleep or confused versus when I'm asleep and confused. Mm. And it, that is what it is. It's just, it's frustrating. I mean, it really, the, the pokeball catch rate, like it got to the point where it was just, I wanted to just close the thing. And I did, I would just close my game and just walk away because it yeah. was just more irritating. I wasn't having fun anymore. You know, it, it is, it is one thing to just, you know, if you can change up the, the difficulty like if you change your strategy up or something like yeah i could put this pokemon to sleep but sometimes it doesn't even matter they're right. still wasting my pokeballs so like what's the point i mean yep. as well just keep restarting and that's that's just irritating well and then then you have <laughs> that's strategy too, then you have things about like catching pokemon's really hard but also getting money is not easy yeah. so like you're you're strapped for cash and like pokeballs are not terrible expensive but like if you're buying them all the time well, and wasting them on on trying to catch pokemon that are garbage like i think they tried to rectify the po the, the money thing by with the phone call situation but the phone yeah. calls were so annoying yeah, and creepy yeah because you're ch you're a child and there's these grown adults like maybe we can call and meet up sometimes like you <laughs> can they I know. I, I thought it was so funny when they would call up and they'd be like, hey, so I tied my shoe the other day. Bye. <laughs> Click. Like, what? Oh, and, and make sure to call your mom sometimes. Click. Yeah. Yeah. And your stupid. mom, your mom is always like, hey. I bought some more berries for you. Why, no. Mom is always like, hey, why don't you uh, let me, let me uh, save some money for you? Like, yeah. no, mom, you're not allowed to have control oh, of my yeah. money. That's like I'm in the middle of like doing this rocket stuff, and my mom is calling like, "Hi, honey, I was at the store the other day and saw some stuff and <laughs> hey, used <mom>. your money." <laughs> I'm and like, I'm sorry. Thieves. All she bought me most of the time were berries that I never used. She never mom, called and gave me anything. She was always like, "You need, you need to run by the department store to get it." Oh, maybe I never did it. <laughs> well, you probably have this long list of things that you need to get. You need to put your game up she, now. I can't remember her ever calling and telling me something That's like that. That's all she ever called me about. She would she would call me and tell me. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like she would call every now and then and tell me about like watching TV or something, and that that would be it. Maybe did you set it up so she wouldn't save money? Yeah. Oh, that's probably why then, because I had her set up to. Because oh, yeah. like occasionally she would get you like a super potion or something, which was nice. Yeah, with your money. Um, yeah, I mean, and yeah, <laughs> Maybe that that's was... why my mom was broke because I didn't give her any of my money. <laughs> I know there, there I am in the middle of the rocket hideout. And my mom's out shopping with my money. It's like, mom, now is not a good time. And then I get another phone call. Call your mom sometimes. Click beep beep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ah, yeah, the phone call system was kind of annoying, and the radio thing was cute, I think, for its time in the original game, 
were here. I mean, it made sense when they took over the radio tower, but it was just, I never used it. So, um, in Kanto, there's a Snorlax. Oh, yeah. You remember this from the original or from when you played before? So in, the original for sure, but yeah. In Kanto, there's a Snorlax, and you don't get a flute. Um, but, and, and I found this completely by accident. I did not look this up, so I feel a little proud about it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, was, uh, I, I had to get past the Snorlax to continue on. And I'm like, well, I've looked everywhere. I can't find a flu. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, you know what? I wonder if it's the radio. I wonder. Uh, my yeah. original thought was, can I just play the radio and it would wake Snorlax up? Well, then I realized that you can like change the station with this like grid thing. And there's this one station that is called Pokey Flute. And I'm like, this is Aww. it. This is the reason. <laughs> so I walked up out. and I played the Pokey Flute station on the radio. And sure enough, Snorlax woke up. And Aww. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> I loved there, it. It was so great. There was a few things where people were telling me to take an Ampharos to the light tower. And then there was another one. It was like taking a Pichu somewhere the department store something weird like that and i never did it but i know that they are supposed to do stuff like that if you pay attention to some of the stuff people are talking about it's kind of interesting that i i really should do it yeah or look it up or something but yeah but that's super cute yeah at least they made good use of the radio right yeah it's just the whole poke gear thing was kind of annoying i just wanted to be able to open the map without opening yeah, a whole there other was, screen there was a lot of that honestly like the items like the items were in like this bag and then they're yeah you know and when you're in the battle system they're split up where like some items are in this spot and some items are in this spot i you just know, didn't like the how full they split restore, all the full restore can be hp and status remover because yeah. it heals all of it and it appears in both bags did you know that or like no, sections. i didn't know that that's funny <laughs> i found that out the hard way <laughs> Um, but I, I will say though, uh, there would be places I was going to like backtrack to find certain items and I would like use a max repel. I don't know what game I used to be able to do it with, but I could have swore you could just like have it selected on like your, you know, how you have start and select like, oh yeah. Or like, or I think it was the, you have like a quick item sort of thing. Yeah. And you can't do it with items in this game. And that was really annoying opening up the menu. And that sounds so like silly and petty, but again, when you're running into Pokemon every two steps, opening up a screen is just as annoying when you're already annoyed. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, it seems like I was somewhere. I think I was in that dragon cave that that girl makes you go into. Yeah. And um, I put on a repel, and I was still getting encounters. Like, I was yeah, still getting encounters, like, in the water. If they're, like, at a certain level, I think it is, like, the regular repel is for, like, weaker Pokemon. And, like, as you go up, it's for stronger Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But I don't is. know. Yeah. I, you know. It was It weird. is what it is. It was dumb. It was yeah. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we complained a lot about it, and I still gave it a 7 out of 10. I gave it a 7 also, yeah. It's like, oh, well. it's, 
it's a Pokemon game, and at its core, it's still good. But it had a lot of like downfalls that just like dug its hooks into you. Yeah. And, and that's what I didn't like about it. Like it was still, <clears throat> honestly, I still thought it was more fun than Diamond and Pearl, but yeah. only slightly. So I still had a problem with this game's like Pokemon selection. Not couldn't play a freaking Bulbasaur till halfway through the whole entire game. You you got a Bulbasaur? <laughs> you can in the Kanto. Oh really? No, I wish. Oh, I'm pretty sure yeah, you can. I I didn't find one. I mean, I ran into Bulbasaurs all the time. I didn't I didn't try that hard, but oh, I don't know. The trainers had Bulbasaurs. That's oh yeah sure. yeah yeah. The trainers all do, but I I didn't find any. No, not in Johto and Kanto. Yeah, I know. Like, you have to. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I didn't find any. <laughs> uh, in any case, it that that was my problem is that like every route had like four Pokemon. And that was, and, and it's not even like, I understand that the selection of Pokemon is lower, but I still feel like it was the same Pokemon in every route. It was like every route had like Pidgey and Spiro and, um, Rattata and that was it. And like. Well, eventually they level, they evolved, and then you would have Raticate. Yeah, right, but it was still, like, the same, it was the same Pokemon. Yeah, And sure. it was the same Pokemon, like, over and over and over again, so, like, going to each new area wasn't exciting, because it's like, oh, I know. it's Rattata again. Well, shoot, when I was trying to find my Miltank, uh, the, uh, the amount of Raticates I ran into, and Raticates were everywhere and everybody had one, so you'd be fighting Raticate. And, like, it's such an ugly Pokemon to I me. Know. And it is kind of like, even with the variety of Pokemon they had, they still didn't, like, shuffle it up a little bit. Yeah, and that that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. that was my problem. It's not that there's a low selection. Like, I understand there's a low selection, but let's... Let's not make it the Shake same it four everywhere. Like let's let's mix it up. Like I Rattata doesn't need to be on every route. Let's let's remove Rattata. Let's put in something else. Like it's yeah. fine if you're gonna spam that Pokemon. Like yeah, I'm fine to hunt for the rare Pokemon in this in this route. But I don't want to fight Rattata on every route hunting for the right. one rare chance to get a Growlithe or you know whatever. And hunting for a Growlithe was a huge pain in the neck. That's that's how because I was with Vulpix. I found like one Vulpix and then I accidentally killed it. I found another Vulpix Aww. and it used, um, I Roar. think, yeah, Roar or, or something, and then it left. And then I find and, and like between each Vulpix was like six hundred Rattatas. Yep. <laughs> so finding them was I know yeah it was the same thing. And with you me would too. think after all these Pokemon that we encountered. You would think that we'd find a shiny, but nah, no, nah. no. Nope. I know at least a shiny Rattata, rat- 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 yeah. So no, nope. yeah, just garbage, yep. just garbage for the garbage bin. <sighs> Agreed. But I, I digest. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think we beat this game up pretty well. Gave it a seven out of ten. I think we can move on. <laughs> Well, you know, it's hard because you focus on the negative. Because the game, like you said, at its core, it's still a Pokemon game. Yeah, so and you know, it works. going out irritating. and hunting the Pokemon and, you know, catching and trainer fighting and going from world to world, uh, town, town to town. town. I really enjoy doing that, but 
I feel like every 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 action of doing that, the game is like constantly stabbing you in the back. It's like, yeah, you can catch Pokemon, but only two. <laughs> and yeah, you can catch Pokemon. Yep. Oh, yeah, you found the one rare one. But you know what? Your Pokeballs mean nothing, you know? Just like every yep. step along the way, it's like beating you up. So it's, yeah, a seven in my mind is honestly generous, but yeah, it's, I agree. it's okay. Agreed. Well, the last thing I do want to say, though, is um, the item detector way nicer than it used to be. I, uh, in the past. I didn't even find so an was, item detector. It was in your Poke Gear. Was it? Oh. Or maybe you got it eventually. But yeah, you never used your oh, item detector. Uh, oh my gosh. I had it on all the time. It was really? like almost obsessive. <laughs> like OCD about it. It was just constantly on. I mean, there was a few spots that like I walked up to and I'm like, oh, there's an item here. And then yeah. I find it and I'm like, oh, yeah. yay. I got it, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't remember what you have to do, but yeah, it, it like connects to your Poke Gear, I think. But yeah, yeah you no, can that just... makes sense. I just don't oh, remember. No, it's not your Poke Gear. It. I just had it attached to my like Y button, I think. But yeah. So I don't know. I don't remember what it was for. But I never did the the mill tank thing either, though. Like fixing the the sick mill tank. <laughs> like you're supposed oh, to get yeah, like no, steals I, or I something. I never did that either. So it's yeah. in your poking gear. It's not. I'm sorry. Oh. I it it is an item that you just get the dousing machine or whatever. Gotcha. But I don't remember how you get it. I was gonna look at my game and see if I already have it or not. You would know because it's. Well, it would be. I'm pretty sure you'd know if you had I have it. The bicycle, the rods, pal pack, squirtle bottle, rod, fashion case. Hold on, Liz is calling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. if it's I don't, not in I don't there. Have the dowsing rod. So I must have got it. You must have got it from something that you did, and I just didn't yeah. do that thing. You must have saved a little girl from drowning or something. Probably, and you let her drown. <laughs> yeah, Typical, I must have. Am I right? Or I just didn't see her because she was, you know, behind a, a, a field of ratatas. I feel like it was fairly early-ish in the game because I know it was like, oh, I don't want to have to go all the way back, but it wasn't that far into the game. Huh, interesting. So, I yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. Yep. <laughs> you, you got through it just fine yeah, without I did. it. So. <laughs> I, I did just fine without it. Maybe you would have beaten Lance the first time if you oh, had maybe. it. Maybe. You know what's funny? Um, when I fought Lance, the very first time, I went through the, the whole Elite Four, I did just fine. I mean, it was tough, but I did okay. Yeah. And then same. I got to Lance, and I got to, like, I think I got to his last Pokemon or something, and he, like, finally took me out. And, yeah. But, like, I held my own pretty good. I did, too, yeah. And then, like, I, I got to him a couple more times, and he just, like, slaughtered me. Yeah, and I so had then, the same then I thing. had to backtrack and reevaluate. But then I did the same thing with Ash, too. The very first time I, I finally made it to Ash, he's at the very top of Silver Mountain. And um, you get to him, and he's got, he's got six full Pokemon. They're all, like, level, I don't know, six. 700 or whatever they are yeah <laughs> and like um it's um he has pikachu charizard blastoise um uh v I ivysar venusar whatever the last venusar. one is um yeah. snorlax and um 
Lapras. So I got all of his Pokemon dead except for Snorlax. Snorlax was the last Pokemon. I got his Snorlax down to a sliver of health. And I knew so okay, it it was I think it was still in the yellow because I knew if it got down to red, he would do uh, a full restore. So I had Ampharos. Ampharos was my last Pokemon. And I gambled that because the Snorlax had done something to be paralyzed. So like oh, I yeah. was waiting I was waiting out for the Snorlax to get like a uh, a paralyzed, you know, effectiveness, which like never happened. But like I was waiting and waiting and waiting and I finally got my chance and I tried Thunder and Thunder missed and I died and I was so Aww. mad. I was so mad. Yeah, and it was like, and then I fought red like three more times, and I didn't even come close. Like, didn't even get close to it. So then I was like, okay, well, what do I gotta do? I gotta figure something out and change it up. I don't know what it was with the first time going through the Elite Four, but like my luck and everything was really, really good. Again, all considering how bad the game is up until that point. Um, but yeah, for sure. I don't know. Well, it really was for me, it was just luck because it was like things would miss and my Pokemon are somehow still alive. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, and you'd land a critical hit somehow. And <laughs> you, uh, you have like one <laughs> HP left. And it's yeah, like, I mean, honestly, how did that yes. Happen? <laughs> my poor Miltank. <laughs> Miltank uh and dugong and ho oh. They're the only things that got me through that that whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh. what's, what's kind of cool if anyone's ever interested, um, because I played all my, my playthrough on Twitch, you can view it all on Zap Night Plays, uh, yeah. um, Zap Night Plays on YouTube. Um, the normal Zap Night channel doesn't have the gameplay stuff, but Zap Night Plays YouTube channel has all of the past pod or, uh, yeah. Twitch like sessions. Streams. In any case... When I'm fighting those, I am saying my strategy out loud. Like, as thoughts are coming into my head, yeah. I'm just saying I'm live. So it's like, you can you can hear my strategy and my thought process every step along the way. And, like, the disappointments, you can see the disappointment. <laughs> like, I think at one point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to swap over to... Um, I'm going to swap over to Lugia and use Surf. Or no, I... Uh, I'm going to swap over to Lugia and use Hydro Pump. And then I would swap over and Hydro Pump is out of PP. And I'm just like, yeah. <gasps> oh, no, that sucks. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of cool. If you want to see, like, my thought process yeah. on everything, like, you can see it, you, because I verbally express every single, like, thought that I have throughout the game. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, tr- that's what I try to do, anyways. Like, take every thought that I would normally have and just verbalize it. So sometimes it's garbage, but <laughs> when, you, when I'm strategizing, I'm just like, I'm verbally strategizing. So you guys can get a sense of what's going on in my head. <laughs> if that's at yeah. all interesting, it's available. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> all right. So you want to move on to music? Yeah. So we never really have much to say about music because that one part and that one melody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I put an 8 out of 10 because the, there were some songs that I really, really liked. Um, there's, you know, Pokemon, Sound Effects. It's hard to do music. I don't know. 
it it is hard with this game was fancy so yeah and so um the the majority of the music was just kind of like normal pokemon um the the gym leader fights oh yeah a little bit more fancy in the battles the battle themes so yeah the the gym the gym leader's music was a little bit different, but then like the fight with Lance was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, the fight with, uh, with Lugia, like the, like yeah, Lugia's yeah, yeah. whole, well, for me it was Lugia for you it was ho but like that had its own like different theme and set. I really liked the, um, the battle. <laughs> it's not really battle. I think it was like that whole village kind of had that, um, old oh, Japanese yeah. like style with the yeah. the kimono girls. Um, I liked the kimono girls when they initiated a fight. It would like do the Ta-da! little like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really cute. I really liked that. I actually the kimono girls. I really liked fighting them. Yeah, but it was hard. It was really hard. Um, I had. I had problems with, I think it was Espeon, would constantly use double team or agility or whatever. And so, like, I couldn't hit the stupid thing. Like, it would use that right out of the gate, like, four times in a row. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm screwed. I'm just going to have to hope I keep landing hits. My saving grace was my Multank new stomp, and that would make them flinch. And as long as he was faster, but yeah, I, I had the same issue. But the Pokemon that they had, I mean, oh, the the use of the Eevees just made sense there. Yeah, and the did. music and yeah, the whole the whole yeah. thing really it was, was it was really cool. nice. And they had their little like dance thing up at the very top, and yeah, yeah like the music was just mwah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, there was there was a handful of moments like that where it's just like, oh, this is really nice. Um. The downfall, I'd say, is that a lot of it kind of became repetitive, especially if you're in, um, you know, say, uh, Victory Road for, like, hours and hours trying to level grind. It becomes very repetitive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The the Elite Four music, I was so tired of it by the time I finally finished fighting the Elite Four. Just, like, constantly that, that Elite Four music playing for yeah uh, like six hours i think i was fighting the elite four over and over again till i finally beat lance <laughs> it was like two full game gameplay sessions of fighting the elite four and t- finally taking down lance they did really good on their sprites though like i love oh, yeah. their design actually a lot of the gym leaders they were okay i suppose there was a few of them that were just kind of blah but yeah. they were pretty cool their music was cool I um, forgot to ask you, what was your most difficult gym leader hmm. to like take down? I could have asked you that on her overall. When we were on gameplay. But, yeah. I I don't know. I honestly can't say that I struggle with any of the gym leaders. To be honest, I had to go back and do the steel, uh, the steel gym where you rescue the Amphros at the the tower. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just didn't have, I guess, my Cyndaquil, yeah, I just didn't have a good team for it, and I was, there was, like, a level spike there for me for whatever reason, um, and it, I had to go back and get that gym badge later. It, it does seem like that there was a couple times where, 
Like, I typically would save it before the gym fight, just in case yeah. I needed to change up my strategy. And it seems like I had to do that a couple times, where, like, I would die on the gym leader, and then I would have to go back and just give it another go. Yeah. Um, I, it does seem like maybe the ghost gym was kind of hard for that that reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, they weren't overly difficult. Nothing like yeah. Lance or Red. I mean, Lance and Red, I had to like really strategize and plan and, you know, come up with a different yeah. way to take them down. But like the other ones were just like, eh, the, if I, you know, just change the, up who I use first, it might help. Uh, I forget what his name is, but one of the Elite Four guys, the guy that does the like fighting Pokemon, I, oh, yeah. every Koga? once in a while, and no, I think maybe it was Koga. I thought Koga was the poison guy. Oh, yeah, uh, but in, in any case, his Machamp would, for some reason, every once in a while, would like throw me up and I would get stuck and obliterated. Jeez. Oh, it was because I he was weak against, I think, flying type moves. And so I'd throw my ho up in the air, but he would use his rock moves and it would hit me in the air. Yeah. I think I had so that problem that was, a couple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I literally had one issue with one gym leader and that was just my bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there was a few cool ones. I, the elite four, their sprites looked really good. And, but yeah, the music did get, get a yeah. little repetitive after um, a while. In, uh, in Canto, they had a lot of the original songs of, of the, the original red and blue, but yeah. they like, it wasn't the original songs. It was just like a hint of it. Like, yeah. like Lavender Town. It's still new. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like Lavender Town has that like, bump, 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 bump. It did that for like a couple rounds and then it kind of went into this like low key, like mellow, chill song. Oh, but it that's still cool. had that like vibe to it. And like the whole, all of Kanto is kind of like that. Like it has the original vibe of the original game. Yeah. But like it's a new song. It really is a brand new song. That's cool. I like that. That's I, good. I really enjoyed that. It, it was very nostalgic, but like with a new twist. And, oh, good. That was fun. Yeah, so, I didn't yeah. get to experience that, but that's that's awesome. That yeah, I, it's I like definitely that worth I, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, huh. So yeah, I gave I gave music a nine out of ten. Oh, I gave it an eight out of ten. I maybe if I played it all the way through, I didn't know that because yeah. for sure, yeah, I gave it out of, yeah, good. All right, so, so. Um, overall. I gave it an 8 out of 10 for my overall experience. I did too. Um, you know, it's it's not it's so hard because it's it's not bad. It's just it, the game is really aimed to beat the crap out of you. And <laughs> like I it it made it tough. It made it hard. It made it hard to want to keep playing it because I knew that I was in for a, a butt kicking. <laughs> yeah. Um but I mean, you know, uh, it at its core, it's still Pokemon and it's still fun because of that. But yeah, it was it was tough. It was a tough one. You know, as far as of all the remakes that they've done up until this point, it's still a pretty solid game. Yeah. Um, because I know that the remake for Red and Blue, they're okay, but they're not nearly as. I mean, they're they're older, <laughs> but I feel like this held up really good. Uh, the sprites were still pretty fresh for being sprites. Um, sure, yeah. 
I I think that it fits this this game specifically fits the old style of how Pokemon used to be for some of us older older people. Yeah. I don't think kids would enjoy it as much as the newer games now that they're a little bit easier and a little bit more kid friendly, I guess. Yeah, there's but... there's definitely aspects of the newer games that are catered towards making it easier. Like quality of life is so much simpler um but in this game it's like you know you have to be thinking a little bit harder you have to read you have to really read all the dialogue so that you know what you're doing next um and and even then you may not know (laughs) i kind of feel like with pokemon these last few games like they have conflict but it's like the Team Rocket thing. I, I've, I've mentioned this before. The Team Rocket thing, the thing that made Team Rocket so good was that Team Rocket was just bad. They yeah. were bad, the bad organization, where now everything's like, well, they were really trying to save the world in their own way. Or like in the latest one, it's, well, they're, they're just misunderstood kids that are just really rebelling in their own way. It's like, no, 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 I want to rescue pokemon from team rocket or something like that <laughs> yeah. something, you know it, I, I i don't like this like sheltered kind of like I, I realize it's geared towards kids and i guess i guess the latest game with how i it, it's a little bit different it's a little more like people get hurt <laughs> in a way people are hurt in that game but i still feel like that we've kind of sheltered away from this you know like slow pokes getting their tails cut off that's terrible yeah it's it's serious (laughs) yeah and you know even in the the show like they were kidnapping pokemon they were making pokemon do bad things and i mean i'm not saying i want to see like pokemon like (laughs) like actual fighting yeah like i don't want to see anything like that bad but bring bring some of that kind of back like i want them to be bad guys i want to be actually saving people and Pokemon from actual bad people because bad people exist. So, right. you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems very more kid-friendly and kid eat, made it a little bit more easier for kids. And, yeah, I don't you know. know. I don't it know is, for sure. But. It is funny how this older game feels like it might be for a little bit more mature audience. Yeah. Like, not... Not necessarily the, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like all, all, all round. Like it's the stories are not like, you know, they're, they're very isolated for like a, a couple hours at a time. Right. You don't have to yeah. constantly be worrying about, Oh, well I'm going to forget what I just did or I'm going to forget what the story is yeah. because there isn't any of that. But then also like, the difficulty is way more than like, I, I remember red and blue was like a cakewalk. So like at, at least this iteration of heart, gold and soul silver, like it, it was really hard. Like yeah. you had to really be thinking on your toes and like, I don't know if young child me would have been able to do this game very easily like it would have been way more of a challenge way more of a grind to to try and get that done it would definitely be a good zap chats talk to 
what the thought process behind it is because I'm sure like there's there they want to sell to everyone, and the prices of games are getting really high, especially right now yeah. when you know the cost of living is also high, and you know. In the past, you know, toys really were catered. You know, the commercials were for kids, and they really need those kids to buy it. Well, the kids aren't going to want to buy it if they can't. They don't know what's going on. So I understand why it's easier now and stuff. And, you know, some kids can't read very well. You know, these little littler kids, yeah, yeah. you know, who do want to play. Um, but, you yeah, know, but I, I mean, just, you know... I was playing these games as a littler kid, you know. It made me want to read. Right. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, you were limited. You had to read it. Otherwise, you just didn't. Like, when I first played played Final Fantasy VII, I had no idea what the heck was going on. Like, I, I kind of understood, like, the fight like the battle mechanics and I could read the same with Pokemon. Like I could read the battle mechanics and I could understand that, you know, where attack and run and item and the, the balls. And I understood all that. But when it came to dialogue, it was just like, yeah, 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 yeah let's get to the game. Right. You know, where a lot of kids are so like, like that. I, I remember yeah. like sword and shield came out and it like handheld held you throughout every step yeah. of the way. And like, I don't want that, but like, this game did no handholding. It was just like, right. here's the world. Good luck, man. And just sent well, us know, out. <laughs> if you talked to people, they would give you just kind of tips and hints and stuff, yeah, which yeah, is absolutely. how it really should. Well, games now do that too. And like loading screens are just kind of in passing like signs and stuff. And that's fine. But yeah, to just have a full on forced tutorial on you is yeah. very frustrating. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, overall, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think that that, um, it is a good remake, especially because I I think Gold is my favorite of the earlier games. Um, A good remake. I liked the content. I liked the the Pokemon. So, yeah. It's hard. But if you're looking to play, if you're itching for a Pokemon game, it's definitely worth playing again. This this definitely is a good one to pick up and play if you have the ability to do so. Yeah. Um at this point it's kind of an expensive game. Um I I haven't looked in oh, a while but I'm, I'm pretty sure this game like a, an original cartridge is going for, you know, all, probably pretty close to $100. So like, Jeez. you know, for you to pick up a copy of this game now is going to be hard. But if you have means of getting it some other way, I, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I just have always had mine. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I got... That's how old I'm starting to feel now. <laughs> so oh, no, I just pull out my vintage game. Just kind of looking on price charting, um, a copy of Pokemon Soul Silver. Um. It ranges between a hundred, a hundred dollars and a hundred and fifty dollars, depending on quit condition. Um, well, actually, on the high end, I mean, there's some on here for like four hundred dollars, but I mean, a little over a hundred bucks for yeah, Pokemon Soul Silver. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, um, the Pokewalker alone is worth a hundred and seventy-three dollars. I believe that I lost well, mine early on. Again, that's that's. 
according to uh, price charting, price charting yeah. pulls information from um, eBay and a couple different sources. Its own, it uses its own internal sources too, but it pulls from a handful of different source, sources to get that price. But like, yeah, so like you're looking at a hundred dollar game, and then another, you know, hundred and some for the Pokewalker, which I used, and I didn't really talk about it. Let, let me let me talk about it a little bit. Um, so the Pokewalker is, uh, an accessory. D- do you remember, Kaylee, did it come with the game? Like, ev- did every yeah. game come with the Pokewalker? Well, that I don't know. Um, but I, th- I thought it did. I remember, maybe, I remember maybe it was like it was, a special edition. I remember that it was bundled together with, um, your copy of Pokemon yeah. Soul Silver Heart Gold. And like, it would the box would have like the game in it, but then it would also have the Pokemon yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. But I don't remember if every single game was bundled together that way. Um, I imagine it wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but um, it was definitely some sort of accessory that was included exclusively for Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, it uses a RF or um, it uses a infrared receiver on on the like on the cartridge itself the cartridge the pokemon soul silver and heart gold cart game cartridge has a um infrared receiver mm-hmm. in it and the pokewalker has one too so that's how it communicates so if you don't have the official game there is no using the pokewalker um so luckily for me, I have the official game, so I was able to use my Pokewalker. And what you can do is you can send Pokemon to the Pokewalker, and it kind of turns into like a virtual pet, sorta. So like you are on a walk with the Pokemon that you transferred in, and you can transfer in any Pokemon you want from the game. And it walks with you and it counts it counts your steps. And it gives you watts for so many steps. And watts is like the currency of the Pokewalker. Um, watts is actually an old term from the original uh, Pikachu. What yeah, was yeah, it called? The, the, it wasn't Hey You Pikachu, was no. it? Um, but the little like handheld Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They were like Tamagotchis, you know. But like in that game too, you would... Every step you would take, for every so many steps, you would get a watt. And then you could use the watt as currency. So this has that same terminology where you're you're gaining yeah. watts for so many steps that you take. And then you can use the watts to um, play like a little mini game for encountering wild Pokemon. And then you can also play a little mini game for trying to find um, items. So, and then the items and Pokemon that you catch in the Pokewalker can then be transferred back to your game where then you can use them in your game. So, um, the Watts too. So the Watts, as you accumulate Watts, you transfer them back to your game. And the more Watts that you accumulate through your walks, the more areas that you can unlock. And each area has different Pokemon encounters for your Pokewalker. So like the more 
the more watts you accumulate, the more areas you unlock, the more areas you unlock, the more Pokemon you have the Mm -hmm. opportunity to catch. The trick is though, you can only have two Pokemon in your poke or, uh, you can only catch two Pokemon with your Pokewalker at any given time. So if you catch the third one, you have to swap them out and you can only have, you know, the two that you've caught. And same with the items too. You can only have three items at any given time. So if you get more than three items, then you can, you have to swap them out or, you know, do the transfer and then it empties it out for you. Um, each Pokemon has like a little Pokemon Sprite, which is really cute. Um, some of them (laughs) are really adorable. Uh, specifically, I had a, um, Rhyhorn in my Pokewalker for a while, and the Rhyhorn sprite for battling is so cute. He's so tiny. He's, like, four pixels. It's so adorable. Oh my gosh! That's so cute! Um, but yeah, like, all the Pokemon that you can encounter in the game, um, has all these little sprites to them for the Pokewalker. So it's really smart for them to, you know, accumulate, or to, to incorporate that sort of gameplay style to this game. I, I really enjoyed using the Pokewalker and having it with me. And I don't know, it was just fun to every now and then I'd pull it out and try and catch a Pokemon and see what I get. And, you know, every, Every area has a different, like, Pokemon set that it pulls from for your random encounters. So, like, you know, depending on where the area that you've chosen for the Pokewalker, you know, you could have so many different types of Pokemon. And so you're always trying to find, you know, you're always changing the area up to try and find different types of Pokemon that you may otherwise have a difficulty, if not impossible, to find in your Pokemon (laughs) Uh, Soul Silver Heart Gold game, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's about it for the Pokewalker. Just wanted to throw that in there since well, it was part of my gameplay for the Twitch stream. I mean, it was part of the game. So. Yeah, absolutely. It was. And yeah, it was absolutely. a nice little mini game sort of thing. Like again, I really like the Tamagotchi style. Same with the like. Pikachu, you know, handheld little Pikachu game style too. I can't, why can't I remember the name of that? But, um, you know, just to have a little Pokemon with you and then to be able to interact with it a little bit, it's really kind of a neat little concept. I enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cause for I sure. enjoy, I enjoy those virtual pets anyway. So this was an extra, an extra bit for that. Yeah. But yeah, guys, um, that is it for our uh, review. Um, I my total was I wrote it down over here thirty nine out of fifty. What was, uh, it was 30, 37 out of fifty. So that's so. a seven point six out of ten, which yeah, is that seems uh, fair. It could be better, but I mean the game could have been better too. So yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, seven point six. So, um, our next game is to be determined. Um, it's probably going to be something kind of short and sweet again, specifically because Final Fantasy Rebirth comes out at the end of February. So, we're going to be ramping up and preparing for playing that. Um, the, the biggest thing is like, I don't want to get ourselves into like an RPG that's going to extend past February because like, as soon as rebirth comes out, I want to play it. So I have plans through February to be streaming, um, final fantasy remake. So if that sounds like fun, you can check us out at twitch.tv forward slash that night. Um, and watch me play that. I haven't started yet. I'll probably start 
uh, next week. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. Are you planning on playing Remake again, Kaylee? I'd like to. We'll just see. Yeah, <laughs> but I would like to. I'm I'm planning on just playing it as like a new game plus new game plus yeah so like it's gonna be significantly easier i really just kind of want to get a, a handle for the battle system again and um absorb the story again um i don't know just to kind of dip my toes back into it yeah. before rebirth comes out so i'm excited for that yeah i'm excited yeah let's go let's do it <laughs> Alright guys, well thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. Um, we'll be back on the 15th for another Zap Chats, and it could be about f- anything. Anything. But uh, we'll see you guys then, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>